Learn how to build your faith in God's word and live a life of 100% victory 100% of the time. As you listen to the senior pastor, Davis Christian Center, Pastor Kingsley Okunkwo, and expect God's word to work for you. You are such a faithful God. Thank you because in the midst of the storm, you will hold our hand. Thank you because we are coming out victorious no matter what we face. We give you all the praise because you have been faithful. We give you all the glory because you are good. Thank you, Father. For in Jesus' mighty name, we have worship. Come on, somebody, jam your hands together. Give the Lord a big praise. Give him a big shout. Woo! Glory to God. Hallelujah. Please take your seats this morning. Glory to God. How many of us are still basking in the momentum we gained? Hallelujah. During the Gaining Momentum Conference. It was amazing. It was amazing. Please, I want to encourage everyone, get the messages. That's how you get the full impact of such a conference. You get the messages and listen to them again and again so that it will sink in well. Glory to God. I said glory to God. And I want to also specially appreciate all the members of the workforce. I know to put a program like that is not easy. Come on, let me appreciate them. Clap for yourself if you're a worker too. Hallelujah. I want to appreciate all of you, members of the workforce. Um, I know that to do a five-day program like that, you must have made a lot of sacrifices. So God bless you and reward you greatly. Hallelujah. Okay, so... We, we are still talking, um, 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 my message I preached for gaining momentum was on the island church. Please make sure you get that message, no matter um, where you are, get that message to bless you. But I began to talk about the fact that we need God's presence. You see, we need to focus on God's presence because actually he is with us. But the thing about God's presence is that if you are not conscious of it, you won't benefit from it. Because God is actually always with you. But it takes you being conscious of his presence for you to benefit from his presence. All his blessings are available wherever he is. Whenever God is with you, or let me say, whenever you are conscious of God being with you, all of heaven's resources are available to you. Are you here, somebody? So we don't pray for God's provision. We don't pray for God's uh, protection. We don't pray for God's favor. We don't pray for God's power. All we do is to be conscious of God's presence. Because when we have God's presence, we have his power. When we have God's presence, we have his favor. When we have God's presence, we have his provision. When we have God's presence, we have his protection. You have everything God has when you have God. Are you here, somebody? That's why the Bible says, he that abides... You know, in the secret place of the Most High, shall also abide under the shadow of the Almighty. That's God's presence. So when you can stay, say he that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow. So when you are surrounded by God, when you are consciously in God's presence, the whole of Psalm 91 is based on that. They began to now mention that a thousand shall fall at your side, ten thousand at your right hand side. Have you been seeing the death rates on? Uh, COVID and all that. That scripture, it says, a thousand shall fall at your side, ten thousand shall fall at your side. They say, it shall not come what? Near you. 
When you are enveloped by God's presence, it carries God's protection. They say it will come near you. And we decree over this assembly, no member of this church will die to COVID. No member of this church shall be lost to COVID. That's the covenant we have with God. Not one will be lost. Glory to God. So, God is not saying you won't have problems in this life. There will be problems. But he's saying, I will protect you. It's like rain falling and God giving you an umbrella. The rain might not stop, but he's protecting you from being drenched. But when you leave that umbrella, you are going to have to partake of the rain. Glory to God. Today we are moving forward. We are starting a fast from tomorrow. Those of you that are in church platforms, you are in church groups, we've already sent that information out. That's why you must belong to something in church so that you'll be hearing whether married men, married, if, no matter who you are, there's a group for you to belong to. If you're a businessman, there's a businessman group. If, there's, if you're a husband, there's a husband group. If you're a wife, there's a wife group. If you are a student, no, I don't know about student. But if you are single, there's a group for single. If you are married, there's a group. For, so if you're a member of workforce, so when information passes out in church, you will hear. So we're starting a fast on Monday, and um, it's a seven-day fast. We'll start on Monday to end on Sunday in church here with a communion service so that we can decree and seal the safety and blessing of everybody in 2021. Hallelujah. So God is not saying you won't have problems. He's saying, look, because you have me, you are entitled to safety. You are entitled to, to prosperity. You are entitled to preservation. Because you have me. And what God is trying to say is that, look, you need divine direction in a year like this. 2021 will only be good for you if you follow God's guidance, God's leading. Last year was rough for many people because they couldn't follow God's plan. No matter what is going on in the world, listen to the Spirit of God. Or let me say this way, listen to your spirit because your spirit already knows what God wants you to do. Your spirit knows God. Your spirit is the part of you that is on the same frequency with God. Every human being has spirit, soul, and body. So your spirit is, is, is already spiritual. It's already, it's already in touch with God. Remember John 4, 4 says, God is a spirit. And those that relate with him must do so what? I can't hear you guys. They must do so in what? Spirit and in truth. So God is a spirit. You are a spirit. So on the spiritual wavelength, you are fine. You just need to pay attention to your spirit and listen to your spirit. There's already divine guidance for any situation you will face or you are facing. If your business is not doing well, what you need to do is to pray and search your spirit. The direction and guidance will be there. Some of you, you need to stop doing something in your business. Some of you need to start doing something. Some of you need to continue what you're doing. Some of you need to adjust what you're doing. But you see, I can't know what you need to do to, to break through. And instead of you to stay and be complaining and crying and be angry that this COVID came and spoiled business for you, you don't even understand. Instead of you to be, see, forgive you, COVID. I don't know if you're hearing what I'm saying. You know, sometimes you can waste your energy being angry over what you can't change. See, but more chaos will still come to this world. I wish I could tell you better news, but it's the truth. There will be more trouble. They even said it's the time earthquakes will start. We have not even reached that stage. So imagine earthquake jam COVID. That means even if they say short distancing, sometimes the land now go pack on her together. <laughs> go and read Matthew 24. It's part of the signs of the end times. We're approaching the end, guys. So chaos will still come. That's why some people that have made themselves permanent online member, don't do that, oh. 
come out. Let's continue our life. Chaos is not going to stop. If you're waiting for COVID to stop for you, start coming to church. He said, we don't know how long it's going to take. If you're going on a second wave, there will be thought for there will be many. I don't know if you're getting what I'm saying. You can't answer. Are you getting what I'm saying? It's part of the end times. It's not going to, problem is not going to go away from this world. God is just saying, I will protect you. That's why you must stay close to God. It's our protection. Don't suspend your life. Don't get angry that this COVID messed me up. This 2020, I had plants. I had plants. This COVID, no better for you. Adjust quickly and say, Holy Spirit, what do I need to do? And like I said, your spirit already knows. Your spirit has insight. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? Your spirit has what? Insight. The Bible said nobody knows the things of a man save the spirit that is in him. So what happens to you is that because your spirit is already from God, it's already connected to God, it already knows what you should be doing. It's just that your mind does not know. There are three parts to you, spirit, soul, and body. All right? Your spirit relates with the things of the spirit, things of God. Your soul relates with information. Then your body relates with the physical world. Okay? Do we understand that? So your, your body doesn't know, doesn't care, and doesn't know anything. Your mind, it is what is, is, it relates to information, so it's what is fed that he knows. But your spirit is the only one that has access to God. That means your spirit can know things that your mind doesn't know. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? Is it making sense to you at all? But you're not responding like that now. You're looking at me like, what's this man saying? So your spirit already potentially knows how this year will be, knows what you should do. Hey, do you know what? Some of you, your spirit already knows where you meet your husband or your wife. If you're sensitive, your two legs will just carry you there. Oh, I don't know if you get what I'm saying. Some of you, it don't look like you know what I'm Do you get what I'm saying? I shared a story in the message I preached in Gaining Momentum that on December 26th, I woke up that morning just saying, I feel like eating small chops today. I just woke up with a strong desire for small chops. December 26th. It was a public holiday ish, you know how it is. So um, most companies were not really open, most business people were not doing business December 26th. And I didn't want to just go and buy all those commercial small chops. I wanted something that was homemade with soul. Not those ones they just make commercially, just put in nylon. You know, the way they make some of those things, I don't like it. So I didn't want that kind of bogoero type. I wanted something well-made. And I didn't know who to... I can't be calling everybody I know that. I, I, when I get small chops. I mean, that, that would be weird. <laughs> so I just told my wife that, ah, I really want to eat small chops today. I don't know what we'll do, man. I really want to eat small chops today. So that day, we were supposed to go and visit her parents, so my in-laws. So we went to their house. Um, in the evening. And we were supposed to rush back to the island to catch an appointment, but we couldn't make it because of the way time was spent. So as we were leaving the parents' house, supposed to go home, my wife just mentioned in passing that let's go and see my sister that lives around the parents. Now, they were, were not planning to go there. They were not in the plan at all. It was just drop by, pass by. As we drop by their house, guess what is her sister was making? Small jobs. Fresh, right there. You can't be asking me if I ate. I ate and I carry nylon. <laughs> because this is what I came out for. What's the point? The point is that what I wanted was available. What I wanted was available. My mind didn't know how to get it. When I thought, I couldn't come up with any solution on how to find where we see homemade small chops. And that her sister is the last person you would think would just wake up and making small chops. It's not, not something you even think about. We're never supposed to even go to our house. That was not part of the plan. That's what I'm saying that some of you, eh? Your husband is in this Lagos. Some of you say he's even close to your area. Or your wife. You just say, let me go and buy something in a shop. Or you're even passing a shop. You just see the shop and some just say, 
check if they have something that you like. But you don't even have anything you want to buy. But your leg just entered. The Bible said the steps of the righteous are ordered. Do you understand? The Holy Spirit didn't tell me that, my son, go to your sister-in-law's place, please, 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 please. Thou shalt see small chops, chop, chop, chop. No. What God did was that he just ordered my steps. It looked like a normal movement, but it was a divinely orchestrated movement. And I'm praying for you in this 2021, you will work out well this year. You will not just do those kind of nonsense journey that will waste your time. Anywhere you enter, it will be a divine appointment. So I'm telling you, you can just take a walk and you just meet somebody important or meet something important. The point is that your spirit already knows. That's what I'm trying to get you to realize. He said, no man knows the things of a man except his spirit that is within him. Did you bring that scripture? So your spirit man is a spirit. It's not limited in his knowledge. It already knows what you should do. In fact, you look at it here. He said, for, 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 for what man um, 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 why is my screen not working? <laughs> for what man knoweth the things of a man except the spirit of that man which is what? Inside him. Your spirit inside you. So, when we pray for direction, we don't hear from outside, we hear from inside. Oh, somebody didn't hear what I said. When you pray for guidance, you don't hear from outside, you hear from what? Inside. And many times when God is even speaking to you, it doesn't, the reason why you don't think you hear God is that you're waiting to hear from your ear. No, you don't hear from outside, you hear from within. Many of you are waiting to hear from here. So, you say, God didn't tell me anything. No, he has been talking. That simple, go, let's, this is my wife that said, let's go and see my sister. That was God. So God inspired her to say it. God inspired me to agree. Because I could have said, oh, I'm rushing to the island. We're supposed to go somewhere. I could have said, I just agreed. That's God. Many times God has already directed you. But you are too stubborn. You get coconut ahead. <laughs> if you know what I'm saying. That's a joke. If you don't understand, it's fine. <laughs> but you get what I'm saying, guys. Sometimes that's God leading you. It's not every time God will lead you that you, um, cutting will be shaking. It's home video. That's home video. That's not how God leads. Simple call that guy now. Simple don't fight this guy. The guy is annoying you. Say so don't fight him. You now find out later that he's the one that is signing something that you needed. And you wanted to give him a piece of your mind. God said keep your whole mind. Don't give him a piece of your mind though. You will meet him in front though. And if I got what I'm saying. There are many relationships you have scattered that would have been useful to you in front. And God was saying, forgive him. The person rightly offended you. You were right to even be angry. But God said, Mm-mm. leave him. Leave him. You, normally you fight. God said, this is today. No fight. My dad shared his story. Even though he wasn't a born-again Christian. But it just shows that God is always there. It's not that we don't recognize him. Somebody was owing him money and he was going to fight the person. The village. Carried collapsed, carried one of his friends. Let's go and fight. When they got there to fight, the person owing him. He overheard somebody else talking about a job interview. And was given the address. He wrote it in his palm. After he wrote the interview address in the palm, the friend said, Let's go and fight. He said, No. This thing on my palm, if we go and fight, it will rub off. He said, Let's leave this fight on that day. And that was the first major job my, my, my dad got. And that opened doors for him. He eventually had to even go and school abroad and everything. It was that blessed because of that one job that came. Hallelujah. The point is that many times God leads you by ordering your steps. You just have to be sensitive. Your husband is close by. 
I'm telling you, your wife is close by. Your breakthrough, your business idea is around you. Your spirit already knows. In First John 2, it says, I'm 20, it says, we have an unction from the Holy One. It says, and we know all things. Somebody said, but I don't know anything. How can you say I know all things? No. What they mean here, they don't mean you know all things in terms of science and all this. They say you know all things concerning your own life. And what they mean by you know it, your spirit knows it. Your mind is the one that doesn't know it. So that's why your mind is arguing. How can you say I know? Look at it here. First John 2.20. It said, but you have an unction from the Holy One and you do what? No. You know all things concerning your future. You know all things concerning 2021. Say, but I don't know all things. No, you potentially know all things. You just have to draw the information out. It's in your spirit. You hear from within, not from without. You hear from here. Your spirit already potentially knows all things. Why? Because it has God with it. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? So, how do I sharpen my sensitivity? That's what we have been talking about. Fasting. That's that's part of why we are fasting from tomorrow. Fasting helps you sharpen your sensitivity. I wish I had time. I would have done an illustration. The teenagers are no more in. They don't come to our service again. But if they were here, I would have needed small, small people. If, Victor, come. Let me try. If I can find. If you are here, you're not too tall. Can I use you? You're not. Can I use you? Come. No, not you. Now you're big now. The person behind you. Victor, come. Let me use one more person. Even though the person is not going to be. Okay, you come. You wanted to come since God has answered your prayer. Come. But if you know Sabi acts, there's problem. Hallelujah. Please, three of you come. Three of you come. So, now, what happens is this. What happens is this. Every human being is made up of three parts, spirit, soul, and body. Do you understand that? Now, the three of them are always fighting for control. They are always fighting for control. Now, a Christian that is not growing will be ruled by his flesh. So, let's imagine Victor is the flesh. If this guy is your flesh, come, sweetheart, come and stay here. And this lady is your spirit. And this one is your soul. Guess who will be making decisions? So the flesh say, nah, I'm going to watch Netflix today. This one will say, no, let's trip our Bible. (laughs) Whose voice and whose power will win? This one. Because this one is just managing herself. Let's read Bible. Say, shut up. Let's watch Netflix. Let's go on social media. And watch skits. This one. Let's drink Hennessy. This one. Let's watch girls shaking their bum bum. This one. As long as he's this big, he will keep chancing this one. That's, that's, that's your spiritual life struggle there. Somewhere inside you, you know what you should do, but your appetite for the flesh is too strong. Because you feed it every day. Morning, afternoon, night. In the morning, you fire the yam porridge. Boom. <laughs> Afternoon, pounded yam and vegetable soup. Boom. Night, rice, fried rice. We talk. Boom. Spiritually, you feed this one only on Sunday service. After these two days, many of you will not open your Bible till next Sunday. You will not hear a scripture till next Sunday. This one is growing lean every day. This one, who? This one, the Nigerian. Psycho fan. He supports whoever is winning. In no, nothing concerns him. If this one they win, he goes support him. And this guy is very useless. <laughs> because if this one they win, what this one will now start doing? You know, I'm not even know what they call Otinku. Hype man. You know, hype man. 
Nine be this guy. Come, come here. You. Should be one act today. You go act. Come stay here. Stay behind him. Now hype man be this. All the guys say, yeah, man. You got it, man. If this guy is winning, he go become a hype man. He'll, he will keep coming up with excuses why this guy is right. If this guy says, let's drink Hennessy, now this one will begin to tell that one. Say, the Bible did not say you should not drink. Jesus turned water to wine. Now, this. <laughs> he will be agreeing with this one. But then not be, he will come up with nonsense proverbs to support this guy's vision. It's a very disloyal person. As you see, I'm so. <laughs> Is somebody getting it? Now, when we fast, what we are trying to do is to starve this one. Day one, in no seafood. He said, ah, what did happen? But now day one, in voice, still okay. He said, ah, I don't share food today. Day two, no food. He said, ah, what are they doing? Are they sweat? <laughs> day three, no food. Day four, in voice, don't go down. By that time, we are feeding this one. Scriptures. Prayers. So this one is getting strong. Day five! You know even if you talk. Day six! You don't lie down flat. Day seven, you don't even disappear. By that time, Otinku. Don't know to say power, don't change hands. It will go there. And say, ah! Prayer is useful, though. Say the way everything they move. Oh boy, you are the guy. <laughs> you are the guy. Say this God is too good. God is faithful. This one go join here again. Because that's what the Bible said. To be carnally minded is death. But to be spiritually minded. That minded is your soul. So he doesn't have a stand of his own. It depends on who is ruling. He said, if you are carnally, carnally means flesh. If the flesh is ruling, you go follow now. But they say it will lead to death. Two of you will die. He said, if he's spiritually minded, oh, now I want to choose. Himself, go, go, go follow that side. Look at it. He has no stand of his own. He said, for to be carnally or fleshly minded, minded is death. But to be spiritually minded is life and what? Peace. Peace in the Bible means shalom. That means it's not peace of mind. It comes with Peace around you. Everything is working fine. Even in the midst of madness in your world, God will still be giving you peace. Rain is falling, but you have an umbrella to shield you from the effects. Are you here, somebody? So we start, why we fast is that we starve this guy so that this one can now gain expression. This one, they say she already knows all things. But she, her voice can't be heard because she has been starved. She has been starved. And when everybody's shouting, the person who chop past it, they get power to shout. This one, she's starving since. So when they are all shouting, plan for 2021, this one will be shouting rubbish. But his voice is louder. This one, she has the information, but her voice is small. Say, 2020, wait, 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 wait. Nobody hear her. But this one, he has his impanded him. 2021, he's shouting rubbish. The year go hard, oh. This year go rugged, oh. No money, oh. See America, no. That is nonsense, he's saying. I know, Tinku. What's Tinku doing? He's looking for the reasons. You see, your mind never really makes the first decision. It just justifies whatever decision you make. People that are strippers and prostitutes, they have reason why they are doing it. Go on. Most of them are doing posts now on social media. They are publicly coming out. Say, I'm a prostitute. Or I'm whatever. 
and they look for justifiable reasons. Because since they are carnal, their mind go and, will go and research and find strong reasons to support whatever, whoever is winning. Do you understand what I'm saying? Can we clap for our actors? God bless you guys. Thank you. <laughs> Hallelujah. But you get the idea. So fasting sharpens your spirit. Look at Acts chapter 13, verse 2, verse 1 and 2. Acts chapter 13, verse 1 and 2. It says, um, Now, they were in the church that was at Antioch, setting prophets and teachers, as Barnabas and Simon and all that guys, which had been brought up, Herod and all that. Verse 2. It says, As they ministered to the Lord and what? I can't hear you. As they ministered to the Lord and what? Fasted. What happened next? The Holy Ghost said... The moment they ministered to the Lord and fasted, they became sensitive to hear what the Holy Ghost was saying. And at that time, their own next level was for them to go on a mission work. What is your own next level? The Holy Ghost can speak it to you if you can take time to fast. Fasting, I'm going to give you seven points about fasting. But the point is that this year, divine direction is the secret to your laughter. It's not hustle. It's not hustle. Please, I hope you have not believed the lie that there's no money. I'm begging you. Hope you didn't believe that lie. There's money. And for you as a believer, God needs to order your steps. Your secret to laughter, 2021, is divine direction. I had one of my couples in church here. (laughs) Let me see if I can find. I read it to people in the first service. Let me see if I can find our, our discussion. Young couple here in church, you know, so uh, we're gisting, <clears throat> and they said something very important, because I see people just uproot themselves and say, I'm going to Canada. How can you as a believer just uproot yourself? Ask God, seek God's face. Canada is good, even me, I like Canada. But I can't just uproot myself and go and plant myself anywhere. There's a bigger picture for your life. Isaac tried the same thing when there was famine in the land. He wanted to run to Egypt. God said, stay in this land. I'm not saying you should not travel, but I'm saying, look, pray. Seek God a bit now. Don't just, don't just move from canal things alone. He says, um, uh, he said, this was in 2020, we're discussing end of the year 2020. He said, it's been great, really. He said, it's been our best year so far. That's that's his last year where everybody complain. No. These people say it's our best year so far. Woo! Is somebody hearing what I'm hearing? This 2020 that all of everybody saying is, is bad. Oh. This one's says it's our best year so far. He said, in more ways than one. He said, there's something you say all the time about everyone that wants to migrate to Canada or wherever else. That I hope people are not just moving because everyone else is moving. He said, so we really thought hard and prayed hard about our next move. He said, we truly had peace about the matter and we went for it. It's just been the hand of God. Now, what he's talking about is that they prayed about going back to their state. I mean, that's not even a normal thing you would think. From Lagos, people go to Canada. But then from Lagos, they went back to their state. They said they had certain opportunities that they prayed about it. God said, go there. Go there. That's not what you would expect somebody to do. But you see, that's God for you. He says, um, we had certain opportunities there and we took it. And they are doing very well. Somebody say, Pastor, how do you know they are doing well? Ah, they sent me a very powerful seed. Yeah. They sent me over 300,000, about 350,000 or something. If somebody sends you 350K in pandemic, 
They are doing well. They are doing well. Mm. In pandemic, 350K. Because some people think, you know, some, some people don't know how pastors make money. They think, they think if everybody here give the offering and tight, that they put it in my boots. <laughs> You're a spiritual lord if you think so. That's what some people generally think. Oh, that these pastors, they are enjoying. That, uh, you know, that uh, members are poor. Pastors are rich. My brother, if you are walking, you'll be rich. I'm not the richest person in this church. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. Somebody still paid the tithe last week or something in millions. 17 million or 20. I can't remember the figure now. I'll be 8 million or something. Millions. So I'm not the richest person in any shape. I don't make money by receiving everybody's offering and tithe in my pocket. The church has a board, has accounting system, has accountants, have everything. They don't pack it up with my boots. I mean, how ridiculous. Oh, the biblical way pastors prosper. Like, you see, a lazy pastor hunger to go kill him. Oh, you know, what confuses people, this is not part of the message, but I don't know why I'm dragging What confuses people is that they look at the five or six or seven prosperous pastors and they think all pastors are rich. <laughs> Some pastors, they as then they come, you they see poverty, they come. You run for your life. Poverty feel everywhere. There are poor doctors, there are rich doctors. It's all depends on your performance. There are poor footballers. And they are very wealthy footballers. It's in the game. It's in the game on their leg, the skill. So how a pastor prospers is like this. When I bless, it's in the Bible there, that if, if you receive spiritual things of your man of God, it's normal for him to receive carnal things from you. It's, it's there. DJ, show somebody. It's there. It's important I say something sometimes. Because some people think, what, what will happen here is I will all give out from a time. They carry it to my boots. <laughs> and I take it home. That would have been nice, but that's not how it happens. <laughs> Me too, I give. Look at it here. Say, as they ministered unto you spiritual things, like these children now, I'm the one that was, I, I, I was there before they even got, when they got married, when they had children, I was, I was pastoring them. He said, if we have, and I didn't beg them for the money, they sold it by themselves. He said, if we, if we, if we, sow, unto, if we sow unto you spiritual things, is it a great thing if we shall reap your carnal thing? So, the principle is this, when we bless you spiritually, people come back. There are many people here that bless me from time to time. Some people... Monthly, they, give, they send me money from their salary. As the salary comes, they give me part of it monthly as their seed. I never ask them. So I never have time to tell them thank you. I even have some people like that from abroad. I have some children like that from abroad. They send me $200, $300 every month. It's as constant as daylight. So that's how we are blessed. I become a blessing. Nobody has ever dashed me money since I became born again. They didn't dash me. They are sowing. There's a difference. They are seeing some value. If I was just Kingsley, they wouldn't give me money. They are giving me money because I'm Pastor Kingsley. Oh, somebody didn't understand that. Yeah, they didn't dash me. It's not dash. <laughs> Since they bombed me, I've never been walking on the road and a total stranger. Total stranger. Just say, hey, I want to give my salary. I've never seen that before. All I see is that, Pastor, oh, you blessed me. So I'm giving value. I'm not just roaming around. So I also give heavily in church. I tithe. I pay tithe myself. This new property we just bought, I sold two of my cars to give my pledge. Two. I build cars as a hobby for fun. So I build a car, push it up, build it, big tires, everything. You know the way I do my cars? To sell it for fun. But I had to sell two of my cars to give to that project in millions. My pledge to the building project was 50 million. So, 
So if you think they all of you donate and I'll, I'll carry it to my boot, you think that's what I'm doing here? It must be a spiritual load to think like that. So these are my children. They said, God told them, go back to your hometown, your home state. That's where they began to prosper like this, to send me that kind of heavy seed. Are you here, somebody? The point is that 2021, spiritual guidance. God will tell you, leave the area you're doing business and start investing in so-and-so. Move to another area of business. Leave that your old business. You don't have to be angry about how your business is going for you. Change direction. Are you here, somebody? There's a new business you can start. There's, a, there's an adjustment to your even old business that you might need to make. Glory to God. And fasting sharpens your spirituality. Let me end with this. I have to rush now. Seven things about fasting. We're starting on Monday, please. They'll give you the details of how we will do it. It's six to six. But seven things about fasting. Number one, fasting is for you, not for God. Fasting is what? For me, not for God. Many Nigerian Christians think when we are fasting, we are fasting to harass God. They think we are fasting to make God pity us and bless us. They think we are fasting to make God have mercy on us. No, fasting has nothing to do with God. It has to do with you. You are not harassing God to bless you. It's an insult on God for you to be saying that you need to fast for God blesses you. It's an insult on God. How many of your children fast for you to pay their school fees? Are you getting what I'm saying? It's unfair. How, how, many, okay, how many children do you have? One. What's, is he he or she? He. What's his name? Brian. How old is he now? Three years. Has he fasted for food before? Say the way this food don't cast now for this house. Make her fast. His food is sure as long as you are here. Are you getting what I'm saying, somebody? If physical children are not fasting for their physical parents to bless them. Why do you think you have to fast forever? No, God has already blessed you. He's not going to bless you. He has blessed you. Fasting helps you to be sensitive to what he has already done because he has already done it. Oh, I don't know if you get what I'm saying. The resources are already here. Fasting helps you to be sensitive. Oh, man. I wish you can, you can really get this thing to help you. You don't fast to make God. You can't harass God by fasting. Say, God, I fasted seven days. So you must answer me. No. No. I feel like fast 700 days. Sometimes I fasted 21 days. And I went naked and prayed midnight. Are you a native doctor? Nigerian Christians, we mix traditional worship and Christianity. We mix all. We don't know the one that will work. We just mix all. All the sins don't count to God. He, the Bible said, if he spared not his son, him that spared not his son for us, how will he not with him freely? Come on, read with me. He that what? Spared not his own son, but did what? Deliver them up for us all. How shall he not with him also what? Come on, say that word well. Say it again. Freely. Give us how many things? Freely. Your fasting is not to motivate God. Your fasting is not to bribe God. Your fasting is not to um, twist God. Your fasting helps you to be sensitive to what God is doing. Just like the thing I acted here for you. You fast the flesh so that your spirit can gain more control of your life. Do you understand somebody? Okay? They won't give you medal or award. So I fasted. This is the third time I'm doing 21 day fast. 
Clap for yourself. Nobody's going to give you a word for it. Number two, fasting is mandatory, not optional. The Bible says when you fast. It didn't say if you fast. It says when you fast. So fasting is not optional. It is what? Mandatory. For every true Christian, for every true born again Christian, you must fast. Jesus said when you fast. Matthew 6. When thou fastest, not if thou fastest. He said when, because you must do it. Come on, say I hear. It's mandatory. If Jesus, the Son of God, his, fa- his father is God, and he fasted. You, your, f- your father was Nepa. He used to work in Nepa. And you don't think he will fast? I think in the first service, there are, if, there are three jobs. If your parents did, you need prayer. If your parents was Nepa, police, or custom. <laughs> All those jobs that people swear for regularly. <laughs> you need prayer. If Jesus... The son of God, he, he, he came from heaven direct. He still had to fast. What is your own excuse for not fasting, sir? You cannot be a real disciple. Disciple means a disciplined follower without these spiritual exercises. It's mandatory, not optional. For every believer, it's compulsory. Number three, fasting is a total experience. Come on, say total experience. Say it loud. I say total experience. This means fasting is not just keeping away from food. That one is called starving, not fasting. Many people are just starving for 21 days, starving for 40 days, starving for 3 days. That's not fasting. Fasting is a total experience, spirit, soul, and body. So you are keeping away from food so that you can focus on spiritual exercises. So it's not just starving. Many people are keeping away from food, but they are not reading the Bible throughout. They are not praying throughout the day. And they say they are fasting. No, you are starving. It's a total experience. Spirit, soul, and body. When you are even fasting, it's not, you, you can't even expose your mind to all kinds of information. You can't be watching TV all day and say you are fasting. That's not a fast. You, because you are, you are supposed to fast your spirit, your soul, and your body. So even your soul, you don't, you don't expose it to all kinds of nonsense information. You, 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 you are on social media throughout the day and you say you are fasting. You are not fasting. Because there is no way on that social media as you are scrolling, you see somebody shaking bum bum there. Somebody that is fasting. Pop up challenge. Boom, boom, boom. Boom, boom, boom. Boom, boom. And you are fasting. To scatter all your... This. Or you put on Netflix, see one homosexual thing. Scatter all your concentration. You must... It's a total experience. You are cleansing both spirit, soul and body. Are you here somebody? You cannot carry on forgiveness into a fast. Spirit, soul, and body. Jesus said it many times. If you're even bringing an offering, and you, you remember you have something against your brother, say, keep the offering first and go and make peace. You are fasting, but you, you are carrying hatred and unforgiveness. All the people that offended you last year, you have their list. List of offenders. 2020 offenders. Including your ex. He's number one. And you are praying... During the fast, it's his name you are calling. God, punish John for me. It will not be well with him. You are focusing on the wrong thing. Forgive everybody that offended you. You can't enter a fast with unforgiveness. Even if your husband that offended you, you can't enter the fast with that attitude. Forgive him, whether he deserves it or not. 
Come on, say I hear. Total So you must pray and read your Bible during the fast. If you are too tired during the fast, in the afternoon or whatever, it's, it's better for you to buy a soft drink and have energy to pray than for you to say, I'm not eating anything, I'm not drinking anything, but you're lying down almost dead. <laughs> Waiting for to when you break. It's wasted. It's better you have energy to pray. God is more interested that you can pray than that you don't eat. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. Total experience, okay? And you can't be meditating on food throughout. You just keep your food. You say, I'm meditating. I'm waiting for six. <laughs> just watching your food. You don't the microwave them even before one hour before the time. You spend the whole day thinking of what you will break with. Say, one six snack like this. I go first break with yam porridge. <laughs> yeah, I go drink gari and milk. <laughs> yeah, I go eat... Uh, Total experience. And you can't break your fast that way. You can't break your fast in a way that you scatter everything you have gained in the morning. You must remain light throughout the day. So whatever you're eating is just to sustain you. You're not eating to be full. Are you getting it? When you're breaking a fast, you're not eating to cover up for what you lost. No, you're eating to continue gaining what you are gaining. Just a little food to keep you for the next day. I don't know if you're getting what I'm saying, guys. You can't wake up 5 a.m. to eat. That has wasted the whole thing. It's not duty. God is not marking calendar for you. You are not impressing God with your fast. It's about you. Fasting has nothing to do with God. It's about you. You are not impressing God. God says, ah, this boy tried. No. It helps you. Totally for you. So clean out TV. If you're, if you're a gossip, for instance. If you're those people, you're, you're, known, you're the known gossip in your street. All information comes to you. During a fast, you can't be indulging in such rubbish and talking about people. You can't to kill your the whole effect of it. Number what is the next one? Number four. What do you want to achieve by the fast? Whenever you start a fast, you must be clear of what you want to achieve. Don't just fast for fasting's sake. Nobody's marking attendance for you. Nobody's giving medal. Why are you going on this fast? For us as a church, we are going on this fast to pray about our 2021. Things God needs to tell us. Things we want to tell God. We are just preparing for our 2021. Every fast should have a purpose. Now, as we are going on this fast, seven days fast as a church, you can add your own personal prayer points that you have, personal issues, and say, Lord, in these seven days, I want you to speak to me about this thing. I want, you to, I want to resolve this issue with you. It can be a habit you are dealing with. It can be something you need information about or whatever is troubling you. Add it to you, the project. Many years ago, in 1996, I went on a dry fast. It was an intermittent dry fast. So on Monday, I will not eat at all throughout the day. I will not eat, I will not drink water. On Tuesday, I will drink a little water and eat just something very light. And on Wednesday again, I will go on the dry. Thursday, I will eat a bit so that I will have energy to pray. I went, I went like that for two weeks. It was, and the purpose of that fast is just to be close to God. That's the reason to fast. Say, Lord, I want to focus on spiritual things for this week. It's a good reason to fast, to get closer to the things of God, to get more focused spiritually. So that was my reason. I had no prayer points then. 996, I was a young boy. I had no prayer points. In the course of that two weeks, that's when God spoke to me about starting DCC, about the vision and mission of this church. Now, imagine if I never did that fast. I will not be here. I will not be here. I wonder what I'll be doing in my life. I'll probably not be married to Pastor Mildred because she's a pastor's wife. I've married one slay queen now with bone straight. That's all I'll be doing now. <laughs> so God spoke to me about ministry. It changed my life forever. That two weeks changed my life forever. I probably wouldn't have, not that God didn't know it, not that I didn't have a calling, 
but I probably won't have gotten it. There are a lot of spiritual things hanging that you have not gone to take. Because Eba won't allow your network to work. Eba, block network. Is somebody get what I'm saying? You know some foods we eat, they block our... Uh, what do you call this? Our arteries and whatever, whatever. Some foods that we eat block the flow. That's the same way it is spiritually. When you're too heavy physically, it can affect you spiritually. On that fast again that I did, like I, I'm just trying to say that you must always have a purpose of fasting. Don't just fast out of punishment. That I've been a bad boy. I want to suffer myself. Mm-mm. On that time, I was confused about some things regarding ministry. So I was going on a three-day fast to ask God about certain things. So I already told him what I wanted to ask about. I want to spend three days to get clarity on certain things. I told everybody in my house, please don't give me food. I'm going on a three-day fast. This was also that time. I was not married. As I entered the room, closed the door, first thing I did was open my Bible. As I opened my Bible, in the book of Isaiah, one particular chapter, God spoke everything. All the questions I was asking was answered there one by one. It was so clear it was me God was talking to. So clear there was a strong presence of God there. Everything answered in the morning of the fast. I came out and said, give me my food. They were shocked. I said, yeah, everything I was asking, God has answered me. They were surprised. I said, yeah, that one is a personal fast. Okay? If it's a church fast, whether or not you have heard everything, you must continue the fast because it's a church fast. But if it's a personal fast, if what you were going to fast for has been done, God is not giving you marks for fasting. Number what am I in? Number five, don't make a show of the fast. Some people, when they are fasting, they make drama out of it. The way they are even walking. So when they do you, ah, 21 days, 21, 21, I know if you talk, I know if you talk. We're in day 16 now, day 16 now. You get us things, you get us to be me. So don't make a show of it. When you're fasting, nobody should know. If they say, come and eat, don't say the reason I'm not eating because I'm fasting. No, just say I'm not hungry right now. Don't, don't let people, everybody know you're fasting. That's what Jesus said. They say, brush your face, wash your face. You know, when you're not eating, your mouth smells more. Don't kill people in your office and everywhere. Don't kill people. Put mint in your mouth. Gargle it with a mouthwash. If you, if you can chew all these non um, gums that have no, no sugar but can freshen your breath. Because people they say, nothing must enter my mouth, nothing must enter my mouth, and you are killing all of us. <laughs> Nowadays, people are even wearing masks. Don't commit suicide, though. Because <laughs> your mouth and your nose, they're in the same compound now. Your mouth can just kill your nose. He said, but when thou fastest, anoint your head and do what? Wash your face. Next verse. He says, that thou appear not unto men to fast. Don't appear to them to fast. But unto your father which is in secret. And thy father which said in secret shall reward thee word openly. Next verse. It says, um, lay not. Okay, no, I think that's it. But he's saying, don't, 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 don't make everybody know you're fasting. Brush your teeth, comb your hair, wash your face, you know. Number six, there are different kinds of fast. So sometimes the women in this church, just us girls, they do fruit fast. This means you eat only fruits. Some other times there's a half day fast, six to twelve, six to six, you know, twenty four hours dry fast, fast only food, drink water, fast both food and water. There are different kinds of fast. Sometimes the fast self is not about food. Sometimes my fasting TV. So I'm not going to watch it for one week to clean my spirit up, clean my mind up. I'm not going to go on social media for one week, clean my mind up, clean my spirit up. So it can be that kind of fast. All right? Then number seven. 
Last one. Prepare ahead for the fast, both spiritually and physically. Prepare. So if you need to buy certain foods, kind of foods, certain kind of um, snacks, so that you won't be eating junk. They are healthy snacks. Carrots. Some kind of things that are light, but they give you this, the form of chewing. So when you are breaking, you can use those things to chew. It gives you the sense of chewing. Your body doesn't know what you are really eating. As long as you are chewing, it's happy. I don't know if you are getting what I'm saying. Glory to God. I believe these seven days you will return with clear testimonies. You will return with clear directions. 2021 will be a blessed year for you. In the name of Jesus. I pray for you as we go on this fast. Part of preparing for the fast is actually asking God for strength to maximize the fast. I pray for everyone. As all heads bowed, raise your hand wherever you ask, I pray. I pray for everyone. As you go on this fast, you will hear God clearly in the name of Jesus. I say you will hear God clearly in the name of Jesus. You will return with tangible strategies on how to do 2021. I pray for you that things that were slowing down before, doors that were closed before, as you return from this fast, those doors will be opened in the name of Jesus. No evil comes near you. No evil comes near you family in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you Father. In Jesus mighty name. We know you've been blessed by this message. To order a copy of this message or any of our messages, you can call us on 080-777-14411 or 080-777-14412 or you can visit our website on www.davidschristiancenter.org. David's Christian Center, home of victorious people.